This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. And this is Bong the Blue Fez. And you are listening to Un. 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 I said. Un. Our lungs were aching for air. I'm on the insane radio. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh, yes, I like that. It, was, it wasn't long yeah. enough to get sued. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, fellow inmates. This is an aquatic therapy session. We are going to discuss three movies this week. It's a trilogy. It's the Creature from the Black Lagoon trilogy. Movies that came out in the early, mid, in the mid-1950s. 1954. There are three movies. It's a trilogy. 1954, 1955, and 1956. Oh, did they know how to churn them out? How many? Like a fine butter. So they're like a fine. So there we go. So we'll start. We're going to start out with Creature from the Black Lagoon. This is the iconic movie. This is the one that's that's popular. That is everybody loves. The veritable uh, everybody, not everybody, but has, has all the kids talking. <laughs> yeah, has all the kids talking. And it's Creature from the Black Lagoon, very first one, made in 3D, which was all the craze at this time. Um, stars. Julia Adams oh. and, the girl. and Richard Carlson. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy, yeah, Richard Denning and Richard Denning. That's absolutely true. And who Another, plays the creature? Uh, Rico Browning and uh, oh, give me a break. That's who's good. The, who, <laughs> you knew who's, the, who's the land guy? He was a bigger guy. Uh, no, that 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 that, that, that didn't happen later. <laughs> Chapman, Ben Chapman. There you go, Ben Chapman. You're absolutely right. Give it to Dr. Tar. Anyway, Creature from the Black, Black Lagoon is a uh, movie that's about this, uh, quote, scientific expedition, end quote, that goes to uh, Brazil into the deepest, darkest recesses of the Amazon, <laughs> where you hear, like, birds from Australia. Which is very cool. Uh, wait, a uh, wait a minute, that bird, I think that bird's native to Australia. Oh, well, let's move on. Oh, you hear these, you hear these guys talking in, you hear these guys talking in Spanish saying, oh, yeah, see, see, see. But, but they're, they're in Brazil. That's Portuguese. Oh, I don't understand that. They had a, they had a, they got slave labor. I don't know. Anyway, they go into the deepest, darkest pits of Amazon and they find, lo and behold, a creature who lives in this black lagoon. And therein lies the mischief. Um, this is well, essentially a uh, love triangle story. Um, and, that's triangle. All I, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to pass this off to Blue Fez and, and let him just pick up the ball on this wonderful movie, Creature from the Black Lagoon, 1954. Okay. So the first one, it, totally iconic. One of my favorites um, in in the the like you know the big Universal batch there. Uh, I remember seeing this as a kid 
And my first exposure to it was, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but they were going to show it on broadcast television. It was in the mid to late 70s. And you had to go to Wendy's. Wendy's. To pick, I couldn't remember. Yeah. Yes. To pick up the anaglyph glasses because they were showing it in the red and brew. Red, red and brew. Red, red and brew process. Um, Didn't they I, do that with a gorilla movie too at one point? Well, yeah, they did. But that's another story. Do it. Yeah. 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 I'm just trying and I, I remember being very excited about this. And I remember that Friday we went to Wendy's, we got the glasses so that I, I think it was on a weekend. I think I, and I remember as a kid, just, oh, I just really loved it. And the thing that always stands out to me is that, it, it, well, beyond that, the, <laughs> uh, the, the creature makeup, this is, you said 54. Yes. It, it's, spectacular they got the fluttering gills the the guy who's doing the creatures also doing kind of the the gulping motion when he's out out of the water and yep. the and the eyes and every everything it's just you totally buy it you're you, you see it you're in and i'm i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be honest here and this is across all three movies I was on the creature side. I, I really kind of wanted him to get just kill everyone and get back to the water because I'm like, again, it's like we were the ones that interloped. Uh, we broke in. We're the ones screwing around. We're the ones doing stupid shit. And I'm thinking, you know what? This guy's just swimming. He's just he's, he's it's like people like these these stupid teenagers crashed the gate and jumped in his pool. And now he's got to get him out. And I'm like, no, out, get out. And and it's and um. It's just that that I, I, are we sticking with the first one? We're not going to the yeah, other just, two. Right? Yeah, just talk about Stick the first one. Right so and and because I just rewatched it, unfortunately, <laughs> I wasn't able to see it in Blu-ray 3D. It didn't arrive in time. But I watch it. I'm like, this this is a movie that really does hold up. Though I seem to remember it being a lot murkier when I was a kid. Like it was like the more atmospheric lighting. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And I'm I'm watching this. And I'm like, wow, they it's, it's more brightly lit. And I, I'm thinking, I think it would have paneled better if it had more atmospheric light more darkness i think to hide the the creature a little bit more but i just remember that being the thing that that hit me as a kid is like you know i knew it was an old movie but man i just loved that that makeup i love that creature totally in loved it loved it well that's the creature pretty cool. is, yeah, yeah. right awesome. you know um that's you know there there are a lot of positive aspects to this to this movie um dr head what do you what do you think about this movie i agree with fez and the the creature is a really sympathetic monster he's very much like frankenstein you know <clears throat> he's a creature or king kong even even better analogy um king kong just in his own environment or creatures in his own environment and and really he's just trying He's the one being attacked and to, to be studied or understood. And so he's just really trying to defend himself. So I, I agree with Fez. I, I kind of always rooted for the creature in that one. And I always felt sad at the end when they, you know, dispatched him. Um, but I thought the design is still stands up as Universal's best. And I remember having a book about monsters as a kid where they talked about the, the gills moving and it was a design suit, you know, design in the suit that when the actor breathed, you know, those gills would move up and down. And I thought, oh, the, the detail was astonishing. And, you know, 
and I thought it, I never I'd never seen it in 3D, but I like some of the shots where you see the claws come out. You know, you could I could totally imagine it. But yeah, I, the first one I think is a, is a classic. It's, it was toward the end of Universal's run, and <clears throat> but I think it stands up. The first one every bit as good as any of the other classic monsters. Yeah, just to say something about the trilogy. Yeah, it is pretty much considered the end of the Universal Monsters cycle. You know, uh, pretty much. Um, yeah, number one is definitely and some some pretty good uh, photography. The underwater mm-hmm. shots are pretty good. You know, I mean, there's inconsistency stuff, but you have to have that for the cinematic effect. You know, and boy, some of that's pretty. Some of that's pretty good, I think. Um, and those are, you know, some of the high points of the of the film for me. Um, it's, uh, you know, very, um, you know, kind, kind of black and white movie. <laughs> I don't mean that. Um, Tom, no, yeah, didn't know. you see this movie in 3D? Yes, we saw it in 3D. <laughs> yes, yeah, at the University of Toledo. We Classes and all. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, uh, it was great. It was fun. It was fun. That no, was but good... I yeah, this I've always had in a. I've always liked this movie. I mean, yeah, it's a pretty standard movie, but uh, this was also like one of my introduction movies to uh, all the monsters and stuff. I mean, it was one of the first ones. It's like on me and my mom watching it one time, and it was the first time my exposure to this stuff. And yeah, it was pretty sad when he got shot and he's sinking to the bottom there. That was pretty. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's the King Kong thing. You know, it's that. Yeah, but but. T- yeah. Taken out of your environment against your will, <laughs> you know? right? Right. Pure and, and simple. Just, yeah, you get yeah. And, and then their their job is to try to get back to their environment. You know, that's what the films this this film is really about. You know, um, this, uh, this, let's move on. I mean, everybody's probably seen that film a lot. Now, number two, this is a revenge of a creature, which is made in 1955, the next year. You know, capitalizing because it did a pretty good job. You know, it was it was pretty well uh, accepted, and the with the 3D craze, you know, this is a continuation of the 3D craze. So, um, I have a lot I could say about this movie, but I'm going to pass this one on first to um, uh, Midnight Gadfly to see what he has to say. Because to be honest, I have never heard his opinion on this movie. On the second one, the second one. All right. Well. I'd just like to say something about the first one real quick. Oh, yes. uh, Millicent Patrick's design is Mm. great. Um, Yes. And the fact that uh, Bud Westmore, the makeup artist, downplayed her her whole um, efforts, you know, in in this thing. And she was like a Disney animator. Right. Yeah. Just not her, but everyone. I mean. Yeah, it's a travesty. It is. But the design is is hers. And I think. Yeah, I think the design is what sells it. Um, and I never was big on the creature from the Black Lagoon, you know. Um, I remember seeing the 3Ds with the glasses um, and being, yeah, it's all right. Um, it's kind of slow. Um, it's kind of, uh, yeah, I agree. I side with the creature kind of, but he's kind of creepy because he's after the girl. You know what I mean? Like... There's something about what he wants from from the girl. Fish sticks. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second one is well, basically. Sec- go ahead. Uh, this, well, I was gonna say, yeah, you're right. And the second one, go ahead. I'm sorry. That I was just gonna agree with you. You know that. Right. The, the second one uh, is essentially creature from the black lagoon for the first half, 
And then the second half, it's creature from the swimming pool. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, the black, the black yeah. So it's it's neither <laughs> good or bad. It's just kind of there. Like they were just capitalizing on on the the stuff. Oh you know, no, I, I think it was kind of neat that they brought him into like the civilized city. That, I mean, that was the only thing. Great land. They what? Put him someplace where he could jump high enough to get outside the pool. Marine land? Yeah. And just start <laughs> terrorizing everybody. Um, so it, to me, it was just a, a throwaway movie. It just, you know, oh, it is. I didn't yeah. think it was bad. I didn't think it was good. There was They weren't really treading any any new ground with that. Right. So. And it was, made, it was, it was their first screen appearance. What's that? Who made their first screen appearance. Oh, yeah, movie. I know. I know who it is. Yeah, Clint Eastwood is the lab. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. Rat in the pocket. With the mouse, yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I still felt sorry for the creature, you know, having him being on display. Um, it was, you know, I saw it at a young enough age to where it was still kind of scary. And and the, the score helps with that, you know, the music. <laughs> oh, exaggerates Gershon the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I uh, they use it everything else, and it's it iconic, just, though that, that music. Yeah, it is. It is. It was even borrowed from you know the American version of King Kong versus Godzilla. Yes, yes, yes. That um, was so disappointing. I'm sorry. That was just. Yeah, but but yeah, having him like shackled, you know, in in the in the pool and being fed, and and then especially when they said we're going to teach him teach him what no means or stop, and they heard like first thing to do is they stop and cattle prod him. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ, man, he yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah, so I still I still felt bad for him. Yeah, it was just a rehash of the first one. It was a love triangle, if you think about it. Yeah, uh, you know, there was a love triangle there too. Fish in the, triangle. In the second one. I figured um, if they if they ever did have babies, they would probably look like sea monkeys. I was kind of hoping for that. Big sea monkeys, like, you, you know, know. three caviar shops. <laughs> Jumbo shrimp. That's right. Exotic caviar. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely you know a creatures company. The second movie was definitely a capitalization on the first movie. You know, we have the yeah. it was a universal ploy. Come on, you know, we have we have the property. We have right, it works. That's great. And, and who did star? John Agar. John Agar. <laughs> John Agar. Agar. Yeah. Agar. That's true. That's true. And yeah, it's a it's a you know just kind of a throwaway movie, but it was done in 3D. There again, we went to see it. You know, I was like you know six years old or five years old, something like that. You know, and I remember going to see it. I really remember my 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 sister took me to the movies a lot. You know, and so when, from an early age. Oh yeah, 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 great. Yeah, it was great then. <laughs> but yeah, I remember all of these, seeing all of these. Um, but anything else anybody have to say about the second one? Revenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I was little, we went to uh, Florida. We went to that place. Um, going back to the other one, too. We went to the Marine Land, and they said that. But we also did the, one of those glass-bottom boat things, and that's where they filmed Tarzan and yes. Creature of the Black Lagoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Silver Springs. Yes, Silver Springs. Yeah, but anyway, that made Which this kind of cool. cool. Yeah, that's what I thought at the time. It's like, all right. <laughs> The old man come up underneath the glass bottom boat and no, there's nothing like that. Yeah, been cool. that. But you could see that it was it was cool after they said they kind of looked down there. Oh, that was neat. They should have put something down there. You know, the guy drives over it and there's this gill man like agreed. Oh, that would have been good. Coming up, that been awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Then actually we have Tarzan through, too. <laughs> yeah, when we went through that, they had mermaids. You know, that were sitting there waving. At oh you. yeah. 
and they were just you know girls in the in the mermaid costume, and they'd have a hose right beside them that they could get their that they get their oxygen. You know, and you do you'd hardly ever see them do it, but I was kind of watching you know as we we're going by and see why I'm grab the hose and suck on that hose. You know, uh, no, no pun intended there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there was, but all right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that infatuation worth mermaids has started. <laughs> I got the bends. <laughs> Boy, I, you know. Okay, so this was the second movie. You know, this was uh, 1955, Revenge of the Creatures in 1955. Um, yeah. Right, right. you know, we, we've got like, you know, the Cold War going. And uh, if you look at these movies in, in, in the context of what was going on in the world, they have absolutely no meaning. So right. we can move on to the third one. Speaking which, of no meaning. Yes. Speaking of no meaning. <laughs> the Creature Walks Among Us, which is a 1956, the third movie, um, also in 3D, um, which was its selling feature at the time, not because it had a good story or any of that wow. kind of good thing, you know. Um, so I'm going to pass this one over to uh, who hasn't talked yet? Who hasn't talked about a movie in in depth for for the first time maybe dr tar what do you think about the creature walks among us yeah. it's not a great movie i agree but it went in a totally different direction than the other two you know it it, it played more up on this idea that he was more closely related to us than we had given him credit for i mean he had this whole underlying substructure built into him to adapt to land and they're showing that he's he's even smarter than what we thought he was he's not the totally rampaging monster you know they get they they push across that ideal that uh you know the monster you treat him nice and he re reacts with kindness and so you nature get that going. nurture yeah yes. and and he and he learns from observing and so he's observing all this you know stuff going on around him you know from the wildcat to uh that guy harassing that woman and yeah so i mean yeah it has felt and i kind of like the idea that how the creature got into the predicament you know they start in the amazon and he gets the burns off in a Florida. lot of the skill structure yeah and goes, goes to california and then yeah. goes to california <laughs> the last, the last, you know, the last movie is made in California, and, right. and they what they go to California, Sausalito or something like that. But anyway, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but they go into a structure and all that. So I always thought that was, you know, they give the they give the chart. I love when they pull out the chart. He never looks yeah. that big in the show. No, exactly. <laughs> he's never guy gigantic. But then they're, they're trying to make that connection. This one. Unlike the other movies, the only, the only connection to anything in the, in the real world is that they're anticipating a time when the Earth is not going to be able to sustain the needs of, of people living there, and they can't adapt to it. So now we're going to try to see if we can adapt to space. And I thought that that was a misstep. I think since we're going to, why not have them, you know, under the under the water? That would have been the right. first place I would think to adapt is go underwater to retrograde ourselves to be able to breathe oxygen underwater. You know, but um, but I think also tying into 1956, we, you know, space and and exploration was science fiction was that was the thing. So let's let's imagine us going out in space, and the Gill Man's going to help us to get there. Oh, who was the irate husband? Um, oh, that was that Vic was, Morrow. That was Jeff Morrow. 
Jeff Morrow. Jeff Morrow, yeah, not right Morrow. of Giant Claw fame. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, but boy, what an asshole! He was in a lot of this stuff. Yeah. yeah, but he's such an asshole in this movie. Just yeah. an, oh my god! Oh well, yeah, yeah, Vera. Yeah. He was yeah. in. Uh, he was in this island Earth too, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was. Yeah, yeah. patterns. Patterns. <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole way that the creature becomes oh, is you know you had to set him on fire first and burn off the scales, and then find out that he's got lungs to so be you reborn. Give this, yeah. You give him this tracheotomy, right. you know, so that he can breathe. Well, then they look at his hands, you know, and and everything is now more humanized. Yeah, um, the more he starts breathing, the, the more he becomes. Yes, After they flayed him. Yeah, yeah. Well, the best the best scene in the whole movie is when the the bad guy scientist I can't I don't remember his name anyway him and the the macho guy. Um, oh, that was a reason, wasn't it? Was that yeah. Rex? No, 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 no not him, the other guy. No, the, the Doctor Grant. The, the no the uh, he was like the the guide or whatever you call him. He's the one that was trying to put yeah. the makeup on the wife. Yeah. yeah. Pepe so now. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. But the best uh, scene, the, oh, the best scene. Oh. Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't. Now that I think about it, you know, it's not a great movie. But when I was a little kid, I liked. You know, he ended up running a buck, tearing the place apart. He felt. I felt sorry for him. When well, was that's like, what it was. Was it, the the head guy, the bad guy, tells the other guy, says, "Look, do you have some sailcloth? He needs some clothes." How's your yeah. sewing skills? <laughs> and, the guy just at him. and then the next scene is the monster laying there. Very Frankenstein-esque, I might say. Yeah. How's that burlap that feel on your burnt skin? Yeah. Right. That's why I thought, like, God, sailcloth, that's got to feel bad. Uh, yeah. And, and that's why he's so stiff, you know, moving so stiff. And he's not lubed anymore. That's right. <laughs> well, and when they're cutting off uh, his gauze... They take forever to get through the hand. I'm like, yeah. why don't they just cut? And he's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. And then they show the hand, which is more humanized. Right, right. The whole deal, you know, he was because they kept talking about the blood count and you know how he was like half human. That's why they called it's him thirty-five Gill Man. It was forty-five, as as a matter of fact, it was a forty-five red corpuscle count. Um. So <laughs> that's probably as accurate as that film ever got. Good God, he is close to being human. <laughs> Halfway between a fish and, and human. That was the whole problem. Uh, well, a fish and uh, George the Animal, animal Steel. <laughs> George the Animal Steel. <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's the whole thing I learned from this movie is that he starts breathing oxygen, he turns into Tor Johnson. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> I, I, I. I I, I have to admit, I hated this movie, and I like bad movies. Although the creature's movie. dialogue's better than Tor, so just... Kill <laughs> <laughs> man, love Betty! <laughs> Time for Tor to pet Kitty! I'm like, I, this. I was watching this, I've never Tor, seen... Tor, fish now! <laughs> yeah. I understand why I've never sought out the third one. Um, I'm watching this, and I'm like... I, I, I want, again, I'm in that situation where I'm like, I want the creature to kill everyone in this movie. I hate everyone. Leave him alone. 
I, I just it, it, it everything about this movie just grated on me. It just the thing though, I, I have to admit, I laughed out loud. I almost spit out my drink. Was the wife? What was her name? Was it Vera? Whatever. She's sitting on the side of the boat, and they hear the gunshot go off, and she's like, "Yep, yeah, I'm just out here shooting dolphins." Like, I'm still hurt, and I'm like, "Sharks." But I'm, yeah. but I'm like, still, what? Are you just shooting sharks, and you're just gonna leave them there? I'm like, what? None of that made any sense. Well, then you yeah. got the whole, "Don't go too deep," and then she starts doing the water ballet, and I'm like, "Wait, the raptures of the what? deep." She gets she's to drunk. the bend. Yeah, she gets to the bend. Narcosis. Comes up. And the first thing she does is smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm trying to keep and the highs going as long as I can. So just, it's a true 1956 movie. Well, that was oh the cure God. for everything. Give me a cigarette and I'll feel better. And a Shake it off. <laughs> it's just everything about this is like just literally like, like the creature's clothing rubbed me the wrong way. I, I just I, I got up there and it's like he turned he gets big and kind of fat and it's just i, I oh i i was i was david burns starts dancing like david burns <laughs> you know i i, I really I, I i i'm amazed i made it to the end i almost stopped watching it how, i was that angry that that the creature went oh, no, out on uh, that how did the mountain lion I, get in the cage it jumped in on a on from the, it was, uh, yeah. the tree limb in the tree. over the yeah. over the electrified fence. I missed They're it. in California. You missed yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, and That's so he he's, he's going to protect, he's gonna protect the sheep. Yeah, and he's going to make it look but like they actually think, think that the Rex Reed character says no, 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 nature versus nurture. He was actually defending himself. That's what he said. Right. And if you yeah. look at the situation, he really was just kind of defending himself. Yeah. Or, or he was protecting the sheep because. Or he was protecting the sheep. Because they were. Because it was a lamb. Well, they were already setting it up that he was only protecting his environment, right? Yeah. True. Um, yep. So even when, you know, and they especially showed at the end when he's tearing up the whole place and he finds the guy and the girl. And he doesn't attack him. You know, he goes, Man, these these aren't the people I have the problem. I want that dickhead right. doctor, <laughs> you know. Right. Well, yeah. Jeff Morrow. Which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. Well, I mean, that was, that was yeah. no, I, you still right. well, it was also setting up the fourth movie that was planned, The Creature Herds Among Us, you know, with the sheep. <laughs> but that never happened. <laughs> I'd have liked to have seen that one. Hey, yeah. <laughs> that was doomed almost from the beginning, from what I heard. His name was Gil Shepherd. <laughs> At least he could have softer clothes. <laughs> the whole, the wool. It all of a sudden, I don't need the girl that anymore. Was... I've got sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Ram, you, yeah. Just... <laughs> oh, so yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty abysmal movie. Uh, kind of a sad <laughs> end to the Universal, you know, uh, monsters. No, I would leave day. that to Monster on Campus. But that would be well. Well, <laughs> this was a series. Oh. How they did the series. True, that's true. They didn't do that, yeah. You know that that was a universal thing. You know, um, and yeah, just never would they. They were never quite in in, in that. Yeah, yeah they liked. kind of petered out. It had been almost a decade since the last like House of yeah. Dracula or something Frankenstein or yeah. You know, it was like mid late forties when it stopped, and it was like you know it was like five or six or eight years between that and when creature came out so they were well out of the out of the machine by that time i appreciated how they ended it because he makes it to the beach 
and you see the bullet holes and then they yeah. cut you don't know yeah. if he dies on the beach from yeah. the bullet wounds or if he goes and drowns because he doesn't understand he can't breathe water anymore or he's committing suicide because there's no reason to live or, yeah or yeah. Yeah. yeah or it's optimistic and he goes in the water and he regenerates yeah. the gills yes that's it that's, that's how he was no, breathing before right, it's his flap his throat flap allowed him to breathe more oxygen which then make the made the made the change to more human so maybe if he started well the the the, the gills were burned weren't they that's right they were all burned kind of burned god damn jeff morrow you son of a bitch yeah <laughs> so anyway that was fish it. fry <laughs> so, it's, you know it's an inglorious end to what started off is, as a pretty good <laughs> monster you're yeah, absolutely you're totally right. inglorious. But hey, worth watching if you've never seen it. Just to say that you've seen all three of them, because it yeah. is, it is a, a trilogy. It is part of the legacy collection. Yeah. You know? So, so Professor Feather, can I ask a question? Sure. What about what about its sort of spiritual successor, uh, Shape of Water? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Did you you like it? Shape of Water? So, yeah, yes and no. I don't know if it was Academy Award winning material. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's great for Del Toro to get an Academy Award. I, I was kind of surprised and my eyebrow went up a little bit for that one. And and much like the Creature movies, again, I was mostly interested in Doug Jones' Creature, you know, just how he, yeah, he yeah. handled it. And I, I, I liked it from that point, but oh yeah, it's, it's, an, it's an odd little film. <laughs> but I see it very much as a Kind of a spiritual successor to the creature. Oh, I know. think so too, and I think he's even said that, mm-hmm. you know, in yeah. interviews and stuff. So I, yeah, you, had, you can't ignore that connection. Did yeah. you know John no, Carpenter was supposed to do a version? Were, he was supposed to bring back huh. the, the creature, creature, the Black Lagoon. At one point, I think that was like after the thing, when Universal oh. was using him a lot. Hmm. But, that could have been interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might have been. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask the question, you know, like the shape of water. I didn't really dig it. It looked really cool, but it had some just kind of like weird uh, moments, you know, uncomfortable moments, you know. The uh, But what other like undersea creature movies are there out there that, you know, that people think are like <laughs> really good? Oh, good? Well, yeah. I don't know about that, but. None. <laughs> Destination, mean, destination space Underwater creatures. <laughs> what do you mean that like, the creature is good? Is that what you're asking? Or just like? the movie. You know, like, is there any, like... Oh, well, Jaws, I think, is the seminal one that we've all grown up with. And not Orca. Or Tentacles, for sure. Or The Deep. Yeah, The Deep was horrible. Octoman. Oh, the beginning, the beginning was really good. Octoman. Octoman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and any given Saturday, you'll on Sci-Fi Channel... You know. It came from beneath the sea. Yeah. The abyss. Yeah. yeah the abyss. I like the abyss. The abyss. Yeah. I like the good. abyss. The, the yeah. director's edition version. Monster Pedro's Blancas. Oh, sphere. Sphere. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have that the other the one that came out near near when the Deep Star Six, the uh like rip off of Alien. Oh, the clam thing or whatever Wait. it was. Uh, yeah. what's, crab. what's the one Something. with Treat Williams? Where they go on the ship, they're like salvagers, scavengers, virus. Oh, no. that's uh, Deep Rising. Deep Rising. Oh. 
Yeah, with all that's, the tentacle monsters. Yeah, right? the, that's the actually big, a good yeah. movie. A lot of fun. It's entertaining. Yeah, it's entertaining. There are parts where it's it's just like cringy bad, but yeah. for, for the most part, once you go in realizing it's it's a popcorn muncher, you can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there we go. So that that goes to show you, fellow inmates, that uh, you know these movies don't deserve a whole lot of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Sharknado, anyone? Sharknado, let's do it. Sharktopus. Yeah. Okay, so there you have it. This is a short fucking episode. Yeah. Well, we can talk about what we've been watching. We're doing. Okay. What have you been watching? What have you been watching? Yeah, fine. Deadfly, didn't you see uh, uh, Love and Robots? I did, but we're gonna. That's gonna be a future episode. So okay. <laughs> so I would say definitely watch uh, uh, Love, watch? Hate, and Robots because it's cool, and we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. John, I'm sorry, Blue Fez. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't you're supposed just, to look around yeah didn't you just like <laughs> rave about the new wonder woman movie my secret identity has been outed uh, oh yeah raved about it uh i uh, oh rant man rant is more the term yeah no it's not good it is a terrible confusing mess um patty jenkins and jeff john should be ashamed of themselves they you know, it, it, and it was funny because I was reading an article on the 13th Dimension website and they and they were talking to George Perez, who did the reboot of Wonder Woman in 87. And he was talking about how they had to do the, they were doing to do a reboot because they were going to lose the rights to the character. And he found out that nobody wanted to work on Wonder Woman. It was a book that they said, oh, you've got some time here. Do this. Eh, just We need to keep the character in the licensing stable. You know, so that's why the character's always been this, like, she, even though she's in the top three in the pantheon of DC Comics, she's, like, really down at the bottom. I mean, the stuff's just been terrible. Until George Perez gets it and takes her back to sort of the mythological roots. You know, the, the Greek, you know, Greek and Roman gods, which I always appreciated. I, it was nice to have that Let's bring her back to the mythology and kind of anchor her there, but then bring her into, you know, Patriarch's world. And I, so I was a huge fan of that reboot in 87, you know, after him doing Teen Titans in 84. And yep. um, this this movie is just, it's just not good. It It's, yeah, there's no other way to describe it. There's just silly things in the movies would make no sense the the maxwell lord character and the cheetah i feel sorry for pedro pascal and kirsten wig because their characters were these badly drawn caricatures from the comic books it just nothing about this was any good the, the mcguffin was not really that good the set everything was just was just a mess the only thing i liked was the intro sequence on themiscara that was cool there's an end credit sequence which i thought was kind of cool and the golden armor, which is, you know, lifted directly from Kingdom Come, you know, Alcaraz's, um Yes. Uh, but other than that, it, it, it was a mess. It really was. Um, yeah, I, I don't, you know, go see it. If you, if, if you have any HBO Max, watch it just so you get your own opinion. But I, I really was. I was disappointed. Really. Everything Jeff Johns does 
is a hot mess, I think. I've never liked anything <laughs> I've read by him. It's, it is. It's always super convoluted. He's always making references to, like, everything. You know what I mean? Just dropping them in there, never explaining it. Um, I Every time I read something by him, I wish for those little editor notes saying, see <laughs> this issue, or this was from that issue. Yeah. You know? But if they did, every single page would have five or six of those on it. You know, so like his his whole darkest uh, whatever the Green Lantern. Did you read those? Yeah. The blackest. Oh my god! I'm like I couldn't even follow it. I'm like they got to that final sequence and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just. Yeah. I liked I, the idea. Yeah. The concept was cool. I thought the concept yes. was cool, but it was like, oh my! God. I was trying to follow. Yeah. That was yeah. yeah he, I'll give him that. He has good ideas, but he should hand it over to a writer. <laughs> Which I know, he's like one of the most popular DC writers. So I mean, it's obviously just something that I don't like, but I just really find he's very messy. So. Yeah, I mean, you you can tell right now. Warner Brothers needs to get a Kevin Feige on board to to pull the rein in on these on these movies because they just, eh, yeah. But or, they still excel in their animated movies, though. Good. Those yeah. their animated series and their animated productions are phenomenal. Yeah, incredibly entertaining, well done. They kick Marvel's ass as far as the you know the animated stuff goes. Yep. And and those the Justice League trilogy, the you know Doom and and the the Flash Flashpoint Paradox, and then the the Batman the Dark Knight Returns are just so well done. Justice and, League uh, Unlimited was my, yeah, one of my favorite series. Every single yeah. episode was written by a comic book writer. You know, you had yeah. Warren and Ellis, it, McDuffie, it, all, all these. Yeah, you know, and you can tell because it feels like a comic book. You know, and I think the only series that that Marvel had done in a long time was Avengers. Yeah, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, yes, the, car the cartoonier one before the Avengers Assemble, which they started looking like the, the characters in the movies. Right. But Earth's Mightiest Heroes was still kind of cartoony and fun, and had the Wasp, you know. And it was it, that that was a great series. But but hands down, the Justice League stuff and, and DC's animated is is phenomenal. What's anybody else been watching? Uh, I watched a movie on Netflix called The Old Guard. Speaking of comic books, it was based on uh, Greg Rucka's comic book mm. by the same name. It's uh, got Charlize Theron and uh, mm. Kiki Lane and a couple of guys I don't know. Um, and it's a, uh, I don't want to spoil it if you've never seen it. It's quite yeah, good. You should see it if you haven't seen it. We could actually do yeah. an episode on that one because it's Yeah, but it's good. about mercenaries on a revenge mission and that's all I'll say. But it's, yeah. it's really quite quite fun and it's got some some uh, interesting twist that i didn't see i'm like oh okay so yeah old guard uh i definitely recommend that that's a lot of fun yeah greg rucka is a good writer a good comic writer um <laughs> and he's also a novelist so in his books are like espionage and that kind of stuff so i really like greg rucka and what do you want to tar go ahead tar kill the fat man <laughs> Same I haven't it? seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, eh, was it good? It was all right. It was all right. I haven't heard of it. Was Mel, it was Mel Gibson. Was Mel Gibson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I want to see that. He's Santa Claus, but it's like real badass Santa Claus, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just haven't haven't had a chance to see it yet. 
It was it was all right. Recommend it then, right? To see it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun popcorn muncher. It has uh what's his name from uh Justified uh Walton Goggins. <sighs> yeah, it kind of looks like a skull. <laughs> Walton Goggins. Yes. Oh he's really? Yeah, he oh, plays really? the assassin. Yeah. I like Walton Goggins. Oh, he's great. If you haven't seen the there's a TV series called The Unicorn. Yeah, that he's on. That he's on. And it's just it's so nice. Like it's a it's I like that and Kim's convenience. Um, because they're not mean spirited at all. Like it's really just nice, pleasant, funny, you know, good actors, good stories. Um, and they kind of break the the tropes that you, you tend to see with sitcoms. Um, and, you know, just it's really rare to see stuff that can get laughs without being mean or, you know, putting people down, uh, which is just a nice. Uh, I like the shit that puts people down and is mean, <laughs> but, but I like good to have the counter. Yeah, yeah, it's good. to It's good to have the counter. The only thing I've been watching lately is uh, ch- the old Charlie Chan movies. Um, oh, wow. And all I'll say about them is I can't tell any of the white people apart. They all look the same. Uh, they that's kind of racist, man. It is, but like <laughs> they dress exactly. So you watch and there's like five guys exactly the same hairdo, hairdo exactly the same suit. You know, and the then, same mustache, same mustache, the same the high hat, pants, same way of talking. And then you got <laughs> the women and you're like, same hairdo. There's the blonde and the, or the brunette. That's how I can tell the difference. But they really look like they they really tried to be the same back then. Like they didn't. Nobody wanted to stand out. Um, the the movies are incredible. Then came racist. the zoot suits. Yeah. The movies are incredibly <laughs> racist, um, but yeah. less against Chinese people. Than they are the the black foil that shows up every other movie, you know, and uh, they're always drunk, um, and they always have like, oh, this is snowshoe, oh, this is sleigh bell, oh, this is you know, they have they have these fucked up names, um, and they're always and being, they always have a scared part. Yeah, or yes, some they're part always they're being startled. asked to do something that they don't want to do, you know. And somebody is yelling at them and saying, you do it, what you're told. And you go, oh. Um, but who is playing that role most of the time? Uh, Dr. Tar? Mantan Moreland? I don't know. Yes. No, was yeah. It? But he Mantan, was more the... Mantan Moreland. But no, let's take a minute. He was always and, the guy that... Yes, you... wait to hold up. Just a minute. Let's take a minute and just contemplate his name. His name is Mantan Moreland. Okay. okay, move on. <laughs> so what have you been watching, Feather? The Man Queen's Gambit. Oh, yes. Don't spoil the show. Queen's Gambit. Have, who is, uh, I know John, or, yeah, yeah, Fez has seen it. Ed, have you seen it? Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of some episodes because mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Dr. Head was uh, <laughs> watching it. And I thought, oh God, I gotta watch this from the beginning because yes, I I yes, love no. the actress. Was it? I think yes. Fez reminds me of Anya Taylor. Yeah, Joy. Uh, Joy. Yeah. Wasn't she in the Witch or something? She's yes. She's yes. in the Witch. Yes. Brilliant yes. movie. And she's Split. also in in Split, um, Split which I yes. thought was, was yes. great. And I is she also in the um, 
New the one, the Cloverfield Lane, the with John Goodman. Oh, is, is that her? Oh, yeah. Is yeah, it itchy? I think, I think so. Oh, it that, that, I'd have to look that up. Yeah. I don't I, think. I so. think you're right. I, oh. I thought she. Um, I think she might be, but um, great actress. I I think she's phenomenal, and I I, she's got a very unique look, like you know, and but she's a great actress, and so I thought, oh, I I need to see this series. Well, and to the testament, it is a brilliant script, and it's Mm -hmm. brilliantly directed and shot. There's abs almost nothing to criticize about it. About what? It's which one? Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Queen's okay. Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Oh, it's it's that so good. King Kong yeah, escapes. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> you got me on that one. <laughs> well, he does. Uh, okay, so there we go. Is our time up yet? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we just we just hit the forty mark. So there we go. Oh, the the creature from the Black Lagoon, fellow inmates. That's what started this whole conversation. Yes. And it ended on a weird note. And that's Queen, great. That's Queen the insane King. way. Deep and murky. Deep and murky. So <laughs> Deep and murkin. Murkin. Uh, I'd like to say, uh, just take it away, Jerry. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say! You are listening to Radio. They said they really said it was radio, but I'm not real sure. I just saying it. What's that name? Just saying. I'm saying radio.com. I can hear me. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. I heard your echo. Yeah, somebody doesn't have their headphones on. Who doesn't have their headphones on? You. <laughs> I'm looking. Nope. Oh, unsane radio at gmail.com. The letters. On underneath the email shirt. keeps flowing. Keeps flowing. That's all I got. Yes. Keep it's on flowing. sending your toys and your pictures and your cash. Yes. Yes. And there we go. Uh, we're all over Facebook. Uh, we're all over your Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Being all sloppy like. Oh, now, see, I was going to give We Freaks top billing, but coming in on that note, I mean, that's kind of sloppy. <laughs> sloppy We Freaks? <laughs> that sounds like a cereal, doesn't it? <laughs> I got extra Wee in mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got a bowl of Freaks. Big bowl of sloppy Wee. <laughs> no, with extra slop. <laughs> extra vitamin C. You got we in my freaks. <laughs> oh, you got freaks in my we. Give it to Jerry. Hell yeah. I will. Hey, Jerry, you like <laughs> SaneRadio.com. TarnFeatherRadio.com. No, no. Tarnfeather. Tarnfeather Psycho Cinema. Tarnfeather Cinema. That's on Facebook, yes. Type that whole mother sentence out. <laughs> Our and feathers psycho cinema. You gotta spell everything just right. And our page will come up. And it's brilliant. It is. There we go. That's all we got to say. 
Yeah, so stop listing. No, we don't. Keep listing. The music is pretty good. Listen to that music. Yeah. Hey, uh, go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and a good uh, comment. Capture that. Screen capture it. Send it to unsaneradio at gmail.com, and we will send you an original drawing. Yeah. And I won't be the one doing it, so you'll actually like it. No, it'll it'll be either Dr. Head or Professor Feather. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna draw it for you. Nice. It'll be uh it'll be the creature from the third movie with a sheep. With a sheep. <laughs> I would like to collaborate. That'll do, pig. <laughs> but seriously, do that. Creature. Give us some good reviews. Screen cap that. Send it in. And, and there uh, it is. That's my creature. Ah. <laughs> ah. Where's the sheep? It's got a crease in yeah. its head. Oh, a notch in its noggin. Oh, it's finished now. Oh, <laughs> where's the lotion? <laughs> oh, boner stone. Hold on. Oh. What? That was a machete. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They called it. They called a manchetti. <laughs> uh, the new sex toy, the manchetti. Manchetti. <laughs> <laughs> When you're hacking through some serious bush, you need a <laughs> match, <Eddie. laughs> And we're out. <laughs>